Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another session of Dragon Mark Symphony here on Natural One Media. I am your DM, Dylan, uh, here with my friends. We're recording this on a Sunday morning instead of our uh, usual Wednesday uh, because we wanted to make up for some lost time and we had the time. So uh, we're going to hop right back into it because where we left off, we were kind of in the middle of something important. Uh, our group is currently stealthily making their way through Broken Blade Castle, uh, the residence of King Bornell and the royal family, which has currently been taken over by a sect of rogue warforged uh, being led by a warforged by the name of Three, who has long been considered the king's uh, right hand. As we had left off, our group was on the second floor of the castle, sort of making their way, hopefully, towards the top of the tallest tower, which would put them at about, it's technically like the seventh floor, um, where there is believed to be a sort of magical conduit in place that is responsible for how... Three has managed to sort of project out this arcane uh, magic throughout the city and even further out into the countryside itself, uh, and is sort of controlling all of these warforged, uh, binding them to their cause. Uh, the plan is to reach the conduit, uh, destroy it or disable it, shut it down in some way. Uh, and then hopefully be able to rescue, uh, uh, be able to rescue the royal family as well as the many hostages that have been taken by the Warforged uh, and are currently being held in sort of the Great Hall uh, on the third floor of the castle. So, as I mentioned before, we left off. We were on the second floor. Uh, our group had. Uh, taken to quickly hiding after a warforged uh, came through the room and sort of did a patrol walking around, checking things, and then vacating into another room. Uh, they had heard noises of struggle coming from a couple doors uh, in this room that seemed to potentially lead into smaller rooms. They don't know for sure. Uh, and Set had already begun to make their way up the staircase uh, that would lead up to the next level, uh, <clears throat> while the rest of the group was forced to quickly hide wherever they could uh, to avoid the, the Warforged passing by. Uh, so with that, we are going to cut right back into it as the door closes behind the Warforged on the far end, and the group is once again met with silence. We return. So, all of you are currently in this room. Uh, Dak is hiding under sort of like a bench, Ottoman-type situation. Uh, Johannes had taken refuge behind a pillar. Silva had flown up into the air to get up close to the ceiling. Uh, and Nathaniel was pretending to be a suit of armor. And somehow succeeded. Uh, somehow. <laughs> Uh, with Set currently poised uh, about halfway up the stairs, uh, getting close to heading up into the into the next level. 
Doc, is that... Are we all good? I do believe so. As I... I do the thing where I'm on my back and I slide out from underneath. Mm-hmm. By, like, kicking against the wall. I'm gonna, like, walk over to the other pillar and be like... Fuck! Was, it, was there someone in that room? Um, I believe someone's. If I heard correctly, there were more than one voice. Sounded bad, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Right now, I think we're somewhat in uncharted. You know, or we're sorry, we're looking for uncharted. I don't think we can specifically ask because it, while we direction for most people like you're going to be in and with at least them asshole for for more likely to face greater danger hmm what is um uh, forgive the interruption but would it not be um, wise to ensure that they are okay? If nothing else, uh, they might have some information that we do not know to make this far easier for us. Right. Well, that's partly partly where I was getting at. I don't know how many of them are going to know of the top secret door that we had to dive into someone's mind to find out about. But the only might it we can check if it, we should just make sure there is no war for it hide there of the best way to do that. Yeah, so the room that <clears throat> the patrolling warforge came out of was this one. Correct. And then this is the one that Set heard the two voices from. Correct. Yes. Which there should, in theory, still be a Warforged in that room. In theory, Unless they're connected. Yeah. Unless it's one big room with two doors. True. Um, Jack, I'm going to check out it. Uh, up here, make sure that it's good to go. Um, let everyone else know that uh, we should try to not interact with with any with anything, just so that we don't tip off the warforged, you know, hive mind and all that. Understood. Um, and then out loud, I'm going to say because I, that was through our telepathic connection yep. I established a while back. Um, Seth just communicated to me. <clears throat> They are going to investigate the room to ensure. Oh, I love Kumo. Um, to ensure that, or to verify if the people are okay. In the meantime, they said for us not to touch anything. Okay. 
well, I suppose getting to the bottom of this and stopping the Warforged once and for all is probably the best thing we can do for them. Um, and Set, in your mind, you do hear Dex say, Set, if it is at all possible, if they have an understanding how many numbers we are looking at in here, that would be some good information to obtain. I'm going up to the third floor, Doc. I'm not checking out those rooms. Oh, then I misunderstood you. I we'll, be, we'll be fine to leave them. I, I doubt that the Warforged are going to kill anyone. They're keeping them hostage for a reason. <clears throat> Our best bet is to just continue moving on. Um, forgive me, everybody. Um, Seth actually meant to say that they were going to the third floor to investigate. Oh, the scout ahead. Um, the latter uh, amount of instructions remain to not touch anything. I'll start uh, walking towards the uh, the stairs. Then, is there a keyhole or anything in the door here, or is it just like solid slab? There is. Can I look inside? Yes, you may. Make a perception check. Whoa, what is going on with my computer? Hello? Sorry, it took like 800 trillion years to like roll a dice. Uh, <laughs> nine. It's not very good. Okay. Uh, you peer into the, uh, into the keyhole, uh, which isn't difficult for you to do. It's almost at eye level for you. Um, and kind of looking through there's not a ton of light there's like a low light being cast from like a lantern um you do see directly ahead of you there are two large say large but about humanoid sized figures that look like they are crouched down uh with their arms uh banded behind them with rope they're sort of Crouched down in a kneeling position, leaned up against each other. Uh, and just behind, beyond them, you can make out what looks to be like a large chest and then the edge of a bed. Um, almost like a four-poster bed with like the large columns. Chest, you say? Johannes, um, uh, what do you see? Um, seems to be someone's bedroom. Uh... See a chest back there. Guards. <laughs> hmm. You said guards? I did see that, right? Sorry, my computer was, like, taking a huge dump. You, you saw in front of the chest, kneeling on the ground, you saw two humanoid shapes. That had their arms banded behind them. Oh, okay, yes. Uh, and they're sort of like leaning up against each other, but they're like kneeled down on the ground, uh, tied up. Okay. 
You couldn't I... see their faces. Yeah. Okay. It just seems like there's two people tied up in there. I don't see anything else. But you can see them? I can see the hostages, yes. I, I mean, I could communicate with them, but that would mean suddenly that the connection that I have with Seth, which is, which is not wise at the moment. Otherwise, I have an idea. Um, where would you look in to see them? Wait, can I look in to see them? Is that what you said? No, how, where, how are you seeing them? Right, right in front of the bed. Oh, if you're, if you're this keyhole, I point at the part of the wall that you're putting yeah. your face in front of, please, I guess. Please take a look, yes. And I look through with my one good eye. Mm -hmm. Make a perception check for me. I will do that. You motherfucker. Mm. It went from 17 to a 7, so that's 6. <laughs> Beautiful. Do that, though. Yeah, I mean, you you do see that there's these two humanoid shapes sort of lumped up together. Um, you can see that their their arms and their hands are sort of bound together with rope. Um, they're not moving. Nothing in the room seems to be moving at all. But you can't make out much beyond those two shapes that are sitting there. If I can see them, then this makes this a little bit easier. Um, I'm going to cast... Mind's Revelation. Mm, okay. And focus on the one on the left. Okay. So, I I guess first I'm going to do a cursory check of both of them to see what their surface thoughts are. And then I'm going to dig deeper on the left one. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that works. Okay. Yeah, so first of all, surface level thoughts. Um you focus your mind trying to get a sense of what it is that they're thinking. And you are met with silence. Nothing comes back to you. You are you delve into this psionic void and you are greeted with nothing. Uh, Dak's blood runs a bit cold at the thought of that, so he's going to try to dig deeper on the one on the left. Okay. So that would be a wisdom saving throw on their part. Yeah. Uh, they will fail. Cool. 
which means I gain insights into it's either its reasoning, its emotional state, or something that looms large in its mind. Um, emotional state. There is. You are met with. You are met with a shockwave. But not in the traditional sense of, you know, like an electrical or like a thunder wave. Like, it is a wave of shock. Uh, the mind has frozen to protect itself from what it's experiencing in this moment. Uh, there is this overwhelming presence this one thought that seems to swallow all others uh, which is to keep looking at the floor no matter what happens do not under any circumstances do anything except keep looking at So I'm going to pull away from that. I'm going to use the last bit of the spell to try to detect if there's any other thinking creatures around them that I quite can't see. So the limitations for this is uh, two feet of rock, two inches of any metal other than yep. lead and orth and sheet of lead. We went over. Yes. We, yeah, we went over this with the door. Yeah, I'm just yeah, reminding. Yeah, that was when we discovered. <laughs> no, that I'm looking at it here very as well. Similar to radiation. Yes, which may or may not be worrying for me in the long run. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly changes from Skyrim to Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> War. <laughs> Whatever changes. Mm -hmm. Uh you allow yourself to kind of pull back away from this singular mind and reach out for anything. Any signs, any anything. Um and you are able to detect uh I had to double check because the, the distance is the big thing. Uh and you are able to feel that there are two minds present just on the other side of this door. Uh, beyond them, you detect nothing. So the two minds, um, <clears throat> I can safely infer as the two individuals that we see bound. Okay. Pretty safe. Just wanted to make sure that we're real clear. I looked to Johannes, uh, dead eye to eyes, and say, I believe they are alone in there. I wasn't able to detect anybody else. One is in shock. I wasn't able to get a read on the other. 
Johannes looks at the floor and like just like just like holds his hand. My heart's saying we should help them, but I know this isn't my decision and I know this isn't why we're here. Tough. It, it you inherently wish to be their safety, but the end there I guess I agreed I agreed with Seth I don't think they're at war for it have the intent to kill the beings of the castle we know um can I make a history check? Do I know anything about the castle? Because I was going to be like, maybe I would know what is on the second floor that we're on. Like, do people uh, live here? You know what I mean? I don't know if we would have yeah. gone over that in the schematics I, at all. I, I, I would allow you to, to make a history check on that. No, no one lives in this castle. <laughs> 19. 19? Fantastic. Uh, yeah, I mean, you... So... Brokerblade Castle is divided up into several floors, not even fully considering the fact that there are, you know, these magnificent towers that spring up from it. Um, most of the quote-unquote residents of, uh, of this castle, you know, anyone who would live here, you know, you gotta consider all of your, your cooks, your maidens, your matrons, um, any visiting lords, anything of that matter. There are spaces set up, there's living quarters for the many people that it takes to maintain a castle of this size. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of those rooms are kept uh, kind of on like the second and third levels because the the higher up in the castle you go is also it, it it's pretty one to one with your status and how okay. close you are in relativity to the royal family um, okay and the royal family themselves live near the top of the castle yeah uh, with a lot of your uh, a lot of your servants and your serfs a little closer to the ground. Okay. So this could and probably is just like a a servant's room or like a, a guest yeah, room. Yeah, you could you could safely assume that there are a lot of rooms on this floor and possibly even the next floor up that are meant to be living quarters. Uh for the servants of the castle as well as all of the uh the guards that take full residence. Okay. I, I understand leaving them. My only thought is, what if we simply talked to them, made sure they're okay, got any information we could, and then saved them after? That would be but I don't want to dwell any longer. If anybody has any reservations, then we just move forward. No, I agree with you, Johannes. 
Yeah, the only my only uh, the only reason I feel like they'll at least not be morbidly harmed is just be if these were I mean if this was you know if this was a a war forged uprising like a natural war forged uprising where they had specifically designed decided to do this on their own then I'd be more concerned but it's the fact that they are being controlled by a human that I have less feeling they are in at least a fully in immediate danger yes I don't believe they're in danger I don't think they would kill them but we could get information I don't know I don't know what information I'm... is the only concern it is better to figure it out rather than well, to just because we're looking for we... something that no one in this palace knows about fair point Okay, if we want to just uh, proceed, I'm, we can do that too. The the path that we are on is one to help others. But what is the point of this path if we do not help those along the way? Even by just giving them a little bit of hope. I have an idea. Uh, I put my hand on Dak's shoulder. You were the kindest one of us. I shrink away. <laughs> I'll kill you last. <laughs> yeah. um, why don't Silva and Set, you go scout the next floor. I'll stand here and watch guard at the door. Dak, you go in. Do what you must. I'll knock on the door three times. Like, da, da, da. Uh, if someone's coming, and I'll hide, and then you hide. Can we agree with that? I'm amenable to this. Oh, yes. A reminder, I am invisible and already on my way up. The yeah, third floor, okay. So I am not partaking in this conversation. Yeah. Okay. Oh, without another word, Dak goes to check to see the doors locked. The one that we saw the Warforge come out of, I believe they might be connected. So I reach up my hand to like grab it, but instead I'm going to cast Inspired Reach. And a translucent hand appears out of my hand, grabs the knob, and starts to slightly turn it. You see as the knob rotates with little resistance. Until you hear a click. With that, I use the, uh, the mage hand, for anybody who's wondering, to move the door outward slowly but standing well on the other side with enough space to go to the side if need be. You do so, and the door creaks loudly, as you do. Slowly open it. Inside, it is dark. I'm going to... 
take out the cowboy hat that is this guy, the uh, the head of disguise. Of course, put it on and look like a warforged, like when we were running uh, towards the castle in the first place. Mm-hmm. So I'm just warforged with the cowboy hat. Um, naturally, naturally. Oh, uh, sure, and then I'm going. Hat. <laughs> I'm gonna pull out a torch. Use. I call it blessings for my personal, uh, for me personally to be able to say it, but blessings is prestidigitation. Prestidigitation. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, I'm going to use it to light it and then I'm going to walk in. Okay. Uh, set, you have established you are heading up to the third floor? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Is anyone else in this moment? going to uh, join set up on the third floor. Yeah, I mean, I'll mostly be like kind of more in like the stairwell of it, but yeah. Alright, Nathaniel is going to join two of you. Gonna move y'all over here just for clarity's sake. Uh, and as y'all head up, um, Johannes, you are still positioned at the door closest to the stairway there. Yep, I'm gonna stay watch and I'm gonna like make the signal if, uh, I hear anything amiss. <laughs> okay. And Dak, you're fully walking into the room. It explodes. I die. Game over. Let me know. You walking in? Yes. Okay. Uh, you can go ahead and move your character in. As you walk in, with your prestidigitation, you are able to see in the low light, nonetheless, that you are in a small room with three beds laid out side to side. The beds themselves are kept. They don't look like anybody has slept in them recently. Uh, just a single pillow on each one, very basic. Almost like cots. Uh, with two really small tables uh, on the left-hand side of the wall. There's no connecting thing on the uh, on the wall to the other room. The wall to the left is a solid stone wall. Oh. They are not connected. Johannes. Mm-hmm. Make a perception check for me, please, if you don't mind. Ooh, I'm getting not as good rolls as I was last week. Uh, 12. 12. You hear footsteps, but they are not, uh, how do I put this? They're not rhythmic. Like, they seem to be out of time with each other. Like, something is, like, limping or moving irregularly. 
Coming from where? Coming from the stairway here. Uh-oh. Um, okay. They they come like they're coming up the stairs. The noise is coming from the stairs. Uh okay, I'm gonna do the quick knock as soon as Dak goes in. I'll be like, be prepared to hide. And I'm gonna go over here. Like behind these by these chairs. Okay. I hear that. Um is there enough space underneath these beds? There is some space, you'll have to look. I look to see if there's space to hide underneath the beds. Okay. Uh, bending down, you do see that there is... It's not a lot of room, but there's like... I'm going to say maybe 10 inches of space right underneath. How big is my head? I mean, if you turn it sideways, it might work. I'm going to shove myself down into underneath the bed. All right, dex check. Cool. Just straight dex check. Could I? Uh, we can, we can do. We can do straight dex, or we can do stealth. Whatever's going to work best for you. Stealth it is. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, yeah, you managed to kind of squeeze yourself in underneath the bed. Um, Johannes, you see. Uh, you hear. You continue to hear these weird, out of time, footsteps, getting louder mm-hmm. and louder, coming up the stairs, um, louder and louder, closer and closer. And then on the far end of the hall, around the corner, something steps into the light. What is that? Oh. And you see, a warforged. Thinner in profile than many of the ones that you've seen. Uh, standing a little bit taller. Uh, cloaked oh in... Cloaked in... Uh, yeah, iced out. Um, large red uh, cloth, billowing cloth wrapped around it. It's almost like they tore down like... Uh, like these large red curtains and just sort of like threw them around themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh they hobble and you notice that uh, one foot comes down and another foot comes down and then a third foot uh, sort of comes in and balances them like a tripod Uh, and they sort of move forward they clutch in one of their hands this quarter staff uh, with a very small jade light glowing on the end of it um and the head on a neck that kind of extends out a little bit sort of swivels around with piercing lavender eyes that unblinking, unflinching sort of scan around as it looks. Uh, and it lets out this horrible hissing, rattling noise like a rattlesnake as it does so. Um, okay. It glances around for a moment and then you hear emit from it this weird, like, noise. And skittering up from the stairs uh, comes another of these. 
also scanning the room, also looking around. That's bad. Um, Dak, you were casting too much magic. You have, I can tell you right now, you have never seen one of these before in your entire life. Mm-hmm. But if you wanted to attempt to discern in this moment what they are, uh, I would not stop you from trying to do so. Yeah, you know what? Sure. Alright, make another history check for me. This is going to be with disadvantage. Okay. 13. Wow. Okay. Um, You look at these things, how they move, their proportions, the clothing they're wearing, and most importantly, the quarterstaffs they wield. The jade energy that sits right at the very end of the quarterstaff. It wouldn't be impossible. I mean, it's there's there's history of it, so it's not unlikely. Um, in fact, there's years of history of Warforged being capable of casting spells. It's a big component in the argument that they harbor souls within them that allow them to uh, cast arcane magics. Um, mm-hmm. And you think that these Warforged may in fact be the construct equivalent of mages of some sort. Okay. Uh, that specialize in magic as opposed to just using it for the carrying out of day-to-day tasks or basic responsibility. Okay. Hmm. Okay. That's, uh... That's pretty bad, because my, uh, my, my, my trump card was to use major image to hide. <laughs> um... Okay. Hmm. hmm. Okay. Hmm. 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 We, we got more information, just not in the way we wanted. <laughs> Not the information we wanted either. <laughs> um, there's no way that I could get in the room quickly enough, right? You could certainly try. You can hide right under the hide under the bench, <laughs> just like <Yeah>. I did. <laughs> I think that's my best option right now is to hide under the bench. Okay. Uh, same as. Same as Dak there, you can make a basic dexterity or you can make a stealth check if that's going to be more beneficial for you. It I will is, allow yeah. you the choice. Yes. Flex those rogue muscles. 12. 12. He says 12. 12, he says. The Warforge says, 11, you lost oh like a bitch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh. 
you sneaky snake. You quickly just, you basically grab the ottoman and just like throw yourself underneath it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a car mechanic, you know, sliding on a, on a rack, just like sliding underneath the car. You throw yourself in underneath it. Just as this Warforged is coming around this corner, peering around, um, you just wait under the ottoman, completely silent, waiting, watching, and it seems like the Warforged didn't detect you at all. It looks around... But it never looks directly at you. It's looking uh, everywhere else but where you are. With that one coming up, would the people that are like on the stairs, would we have heard that? They came up pretty uh, fast. Y'all can, y'all, the, I will allow the three of you, and I'll, I'll roll for Nathaniel as well to help you guys out. Uh, I will allow you to make perception checks. It's going to be a disadvantage because you're already heading up the stairs. Okay. I'll roll for Nathaniel here. Oh, uh, man. Okay. A seven. Uh, Silva, did you want to give that a try? There's a troll again. <laughs> uh, perception disadvantage. Yeah. Disadvantage really screwed me. I rolled an 18 and a 4. That's the idea. (laughs) I thought the first one was going to be the low one, and then I rolled one less on the second one. Uh, (laughs) A 12. (laughs) 12. Uh, Set, you are are far enough up the stairs that you do not hear that. Uh, But Silva does. We're going to die. Silva Silva catches the... Uh, as she's heading up, because she can also, from where she's at, she can physically see that Johannes, like, dives under the ottoman suddenly. Um, and she is able to hear the weird, like, like, non-linear pattern that these footsteps are happening in. Um, from your position, it it sounds like multiple people, because you don't, you're not yet fully aware of what this is. But yeah, you you would hear it. Scooby doo doo bop bop. It's I'm very jazzy. Man. It's very jazzy. Nothing. It's in like five four time. It's really. Just lean over to Nathaniel and be like. Gotta hide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll keep heading up. Yep. Yeah. So, so at this point, like, we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll say yeah. So we'll say fully like set you at this point. You'll have fully reached the third floor. So we're, sure. we're gonna get to you with that in a moment. Yep. Yeah. Uh, fucking kind of move up and see what I could do for hiding somewhere either up or near the top of the stairs. If you, you've got enough time, if you wanted to, you could just kind of rush and keep with Set and Nathaniel and continue up the stairway. 
Uh, not that you know where I am, but right. That's the big. But thing. that's that's so the thing. Me, yeah, it's you're more about Nathaniel. And yeah, because Nathan- Nathaniel is going to Nathaniel is going to move. He's going to keep heading up the stairs. I mean, so I, just at the moment, the biggest thing is trying to ensure that if they were to start coming up the stairs or anything like that, that I have the capacity in any way to maybe be able to help them hide. Mm-hmm. For now, uh, nothing up those stairs for a place to hide. All right, y'all. Everybody, equip your cats. Baby, <laughs> glowing in the sunlight. Cats equip. Oh, she's My cat asleep. is fast asleep in the living room, and she will not allow me to. She's <laughs> gonna stay right there. But yeah, so yeah, I'm going up them. Hit the steps. Uh, I was gonna see if there's a better place for me to be able to hide out up there. Okay. Or at least it will hopefully be far enough that they will not see me. One or the other. Merlin. Uh, no, yeah. I... That's like I say, you have enough time. I think you would be able to just kind of burst your way up the steps. Uh, I won't have you make a roll for that. You you would be able to with your... Uh... The... Warforged... Are gonna make some moves here as they begin searching around, uh, and this bad boy here is gonna wave his hand uh, in front of them, and then they take the quarter staff and they do kind of a similar thing, but in a different direction. They go clockwise with the hand, counterclockwise with the staff, uh, and. Johannes and Dak, you both feel this like tingling sensation on your skin. Mm. Like the hairs are standing up. Um, as they cast that. Uh, and then the Warforged, uh, the one Warforged says to the other Warforged, uh, Bird. They talk to each other like the Animal Crossing characters. <laughs> Still terrifying, but I also found the humor in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they're gonna whoop. And I whoop. Uh, and then... This Warforged, I should highlight them for your enjoyment. This Warforged went all the way home. Bell. Shit. They're gonna, they're gonna cast a spell. Um, what if they don't and you find a hundred dollars in your Venmo account just if suddenly? They, listen, <laughs> if you have if you have counterspell, uh if you have counterspell, you are free to use it. I'm a level four sorcerer. <laughs> I believe in you so sorry everybody i apologize <laughs> that was 
That's a bit much. I apologize to everybody except for Dylan. Don't 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 compressor into. That's why. That's why I have a compressor. (laughs) Don't 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 worry. I'm I'm about to punish him real quick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's see here. Yeah. Okay. This is happening. You're probably wondering how I got here. Uh. Okay. Underneath the bed, looking like a warforged with a cowboy hat. Uh, real quick, Dak, what's your total hit points? Um, 24. Sick. Uh, I can do quick maths. Yeah. Hello. It's not part of the special. Uh, really weird for a warforce to sneeze, but we'll take it. All right. So, Dak. That's me. You feel this tingling sensation that seems to sort of spread up your body and moves up into your head. If you feel like soft hands begin to massage your scalp and then they go in deeper and now these like soft fingers are gently caressing the folds of your brain and it feels incredibly weird and then immensely relaxing as all of the the tenseness in your muscles and your shoulders just sort of slowly gives away and you feel so very relaxed and calm and you fall asleep. Oh no, the sleep spell. No. And Dak snores. <laughs> I mean, if you want to give me that advantage, I'm I'm cool with it. <laughs> That's a character. Uh, Johannes. Yo- yeah. Johannes. From from where you are currently positioned, yeah. it appears as if nothing has happened. Okay. Great. Interesting. Rad. Uh, we're gonna use this to represent. Leapy. There we go. Oops, not dead. There we go. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I oop. Uh, okay. Thanks for unkilling me. Yep. Uh, so yeah, Dak has fully fallen asleep. Great. On the third level. We move to <laughs> Set, Silva, and Nathaniel. You are on the staircase, moving up to the third floor. Uh, you can see as you move up, 
what appears to be a much smaller room, almost more akin to a hallway, uh, with two doors on the northern side as you go, and a third door on the far end. Uh, as you come up onto the floor pop proper, you can see that the it kind of it's kind of looping around the stairway, uh, extending further east uh, to another door on the end. And now that I've finished just spilling all, I'm proud of you. Okay, so down uh, here is a wall. Yes. Um. So was going up the stairs like? Did it have like a oh. corner, or? No. What you're kind of seeing on roll twenty here, um, there is. So this right here is like the ledge of the third floor. Mm -hmm. Uh. So this spot here, what you're seeing, is actually the second floor. Uh, being shown. Got it. So you were down here, and then you came up the stairs, uh, and so now this is the third floor proper. Uh, it's just, you you can visually see a little strip of the second floor from from that. Sure. Okay, so, I mean, obviously kind of getting up here. I mean, the thing is, I want to semi-keep an eye on what's going down on the second floor, if possible. Um, That's why I didn't want to, like, I wasn't, like, fully going up. Because I yeah. want partly just so I can, like... You know, if if we are alert, if the alert goes off, obviously we're going to be fucking aware. <laughs> going to be aware. Um, it's more so that like I can configure at least try to try to figure out like when either like I need to move up or yeah, we need to like get Nathaniel up and out. Okay, so you're wanting to stay on the stairs as opposed to falling right up to the third level. <laughs> Kinda, or like if anything, be like inevitably if I can at least tell that no one's immediately around here, you know, at least maybe doing like the corner lookout. Okay. All right. Uh, and set. What are you doing? Yeah, uh, I am actually going to, uh, come up and like around to head down towards the end of the hall. Okay. Absolutely. Uh so you pass by these two doors as you go. They are near identical to the ones that you were seeing on the floor below where it's just like standard wooden iron door um regular looking black <clears throat> sets on them. Uh and you continue to make your way down this hallway here. Yeah, once I get down to that uh, door at the end, I will do a quick once-over of it and, uh, you know, see if it's locked. If there's a 
way to see to the other side. Uh, take a quick look that way. Um, but then otherwise... Uh, there is a keyhole. All right. I'll take a, a quick look uh, through the keyhole right. then. Make a perception check. That is a 16. 16. Okay. Uh, you peer inside of this room. Uh, there is no light. Uh, none of the lanterns are lit or anything. No candles are lit. Um, it is very dark, but that is not too much of an issue. Uh, you are able to see into the room and you notice to the right, there is a large, uh, like cabinet, like dresser, uh, directly ahead of you is a small chest, uh, prepped up against the wall and a little bit in your vision over to the left, you can see the side of what looks to be like a queen sized bed. So this is, these are all just bedrooms, more than likely. Um, okay, I'll go ahead and check if the uh, if the door is locked. Uh, you shake the handle and it does not click. It does appear to be locked. It is locked. Yes. Um, I will go ahead and unlock it then. Okay. Oops. Uh, 12. 12. Uh, it takes a little bit of time. You're kind of going slow with it because you don't want to make any noise at all. Uh, but you are able to ping, pick the lock, and it does give. Uh, I'll go ahead and uh, move in then. And just get a, okay. a better look at the room. See if there's any uh, any doors, anything that leads off in another direction of this room, or if this is just a closed off bedroom. Okay. Uh, do you? So you're stepping into the room, probably, yes. right, to be able to get a look. Okay. Uh, so, how far? And you should just show me how far into the room you go, so that I can then accurately reveal it. Um, I'd probably step about like 10 feet in. So like going okay. past the doorway but not like fully fully into the room, just being cautious and moving through uh, carefully. Uh, this is what you are able to see. You step into the room. You recognize the small chest that you had seen before directly ahead of you. You also see the queen-sized bed uh, to your left. Uh, and to the right, there's this large, ornate, beautiful uh, dresser that's, like, all painted black. Uh, in the far left corner, there is actually another chest. And in the opposite corner from that is like a small stool. Any openings or anything like that? Any any doors? There are openings here 
and here that you aren't able to see well into from where you're currently standing. Okay. Um, I'll go ahead and come down here to check out this one first then. Okay. Uh, you come down here to check. And you're met with this sort of triangular corner to the room that just stops. Like a wedge built into the room and it just sort of leads to Okay. Uh then I would uh start working my way back towards the the other opening that I saw. Alright. Uh you go to this other opening here. Uh and you are able to see that kind of tucked into this smaller space is a window looking outside. Okay. I will uh I will take a quick look out that window just to see like where we are relative. Okay. Uh you glance out the window. It has uh it has these like decorative grills running across it, so it's not like a completely uh fully see-through window. Mm -hmm. Uh but you are able to look through it and you can kind of see out to the castle grounds beyond you. Uh, kind of looking down a little bit, you can see a bit of where there was that, like, very large oak tree that sort of sits uh, closer to the wall with, like, the, the bench next to it. Um, and you do notice that from where you're standing, you can look and you are actually able to see the edge of the castle wall going down to the ground itself. Uh, where you all had been standing uh, not too long ago. Okay. Interesting. So, yeah, so relative, we're still on that same side of the building. Yes. That's good to know. Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and work my way back out of the room then. Since clearly can't I, go anywhere from here. Uh, so you turn around, and you head back over to the door, which is now closed. I didn't close it behind me. I will try the door. Just try to open it. It is locked. Okay. Those. I'll. <laughs> I will pick the lock again then. Wait, is this the door that locks from the outside? Uh, you can go ahead and make an attempt to pick the lock again. Uh, that will be a twenty-one. Twenty-one. Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> Can't you wait? <laughs> What's up? What's the problem? What's up? Is it 
What side of the door is he on right now? <laughs> I'm on the inside. <laughs> so is there is is there just is a, a lock? Like, <laughs> like is there a way for me to just unlock it from the inside, or am I like? It looks it looks like you you nail down you know to begin to begin doing lock picking on it, um, and it looks identical to how it looked on the other side. Same thing. You've got the keyhole there. You've got the the standard mortise lock. Like it's identical to what. You're oh, using it's one of those locks where you have to go from either side. Okay. Yes, like uh, all the, like all the doors in Scooby Doo. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Then. There. So to get getting down to unlock it. Yeah. I'll be like. Wait, and then I'll look through the keyhole before I start going to, like, reopen the door. Okay. You look through the keyhole. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check for me. Oh, it's a five. You, yeah. or... you look through the keyhole, and you see the empty hall ahead of you. Um, and then you see movement. <laughs> Something comes around the corner, sort of leans over, uh, as Nathaniel peeks around the corner and says, Everything all right? Still in there? All right, I'll pick the lock then and reopen the door. All right, you pick the lock. Uh, you rolled a 21, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you reach in, you pick the lock, you hear that satisfying ping, uh, as you make it through the cylinders, uh, turn the handle and it doesn't open. Shit. Oh, where is Nathaniel supposed to be reflecting on the map here? <laughs> so, to accurately portray, so Nathaniel has fully come up the stairs, he has leaned around this corner, he's right there, right next. Obviously, I just need to know for my own sake, because I'm yeah. trying to look at the bottom of the stairs and be like, fuck. Yeah, you're, you're not being fooled. He did, in fact, do that. So I for sure picked the lock, heard it unlatch, can't open the door. Can't open it. It's weird, because you're the master of unlocking. Can't open. Can't open, bro. Door... Door's stuck! Door's stuck! Door's stuck! <laughs> it, am I able to tell? Is it is it like a mechanical reason that I can't open it? You know, this is, yeah, this is interesting. I suppose I can have you do something of like an intelligence check on this to see if the, if there's something wrong mechanically with the door set that's causing it to do this, or okay. if it's something else entirely. The way he says it, I suppose I can let you do this. I suppose, <laughs> in my infinite generosity. Yes. <laughs> Would it be just a, a straight intelligence or like an investigation? Uh, whichever works best for you, bud. Whatever. All right, you want nine. Great. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> you don't. Like, nothing physically from what you can see has changed about this lock since you first opened it. And you, like, you felt it. You know you, you popped the pins on this thing. 
You were able to get fully into the cylinder. You unlocked this. It's unlocked. But it won't budge. The door will not budge. Uh, I will as quietly as I can while still getting to Nathaniel. Uh, be like, Nathaniel, come, come try and open this door for me. Okay, right. Uh, uh, just a second. Uh, and he's going to turn over to you, Silva. I... Set needs me to open the door. I think he's trapped inside a room or something. Alright, just try to keep it quiet. Drag too much right. attention. Great, watch my back. Uh, and he is going to attempt to uh, quietly his way over. As you hear the sound of his armor clinking and rattling about. Uh, until, and you see him, you know, slowly get, lar- get larger and larger in your view until he comes up to the door. Um, uh, and he says, Set, you are right in there. Yeah, door's unlocked. It just won't open for me. I want you to try it from that side. Uh, sure. There, there's nothing blocking it over here. Let me, let me try. Uh, and he's going to try the handle. Uh, tries the handle. You hear... The, the shaking of the handle as he as he turns it um pulls a few times it does not budge what in the what is going on with this it, it may be an anti thief mechanism for if you unlock the an ATM the door Wow, that was absolutely not intended, but all right. <laughs> an, an, an anti, it's an anti-thief mechanism machine. <laughs> um, I, uh, I'm going to take a look around this room just to see if there's any trigger or anything like that. that That's, I can... That is perfectly fine to do. Uh, just let me know every single thing that you look at. If you... Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's not suspicious at all. Fuck. Um. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna start from like. Oop, I am not moving my character. I'm moving the map. Uh, I'm gonna start just like over here, checking out the the like wardrobe, and then also very yes. I was going to say, and then also, like, moving my way into, like, that little wedge corner and, like, really checking that out. Because why would they have that there if there wasn't a reason? Why indeed? Uh, very old and antiquated, this this uh, presser is. And a uh, bunch, of, bunch of shelves in it. And, uh... You don't see any visible locks on them. It, it, this thing's very tall. It's like eight, eight and a half feet tall. Uh, nothing sitting on top of it. It's just this enormous old dresser uh, that is that has several drawers uh, lining it. Okay. Um, yeah. Then I'll I'll go into that that little wedge area and kind of just like pat down the walls and like. Okay. Kind of just do a more thorough investigation of it. 
Alright, go ahead and make an investigation check. Um, I'm going to have Nathaniel make a perception check. Natural 20. Wow. Hell yeah. Okay. For a 25 on investigation. Very good. Yeah, you said 25 total. That's really good. Okay. Noted. Uh, <laughs> okay. So you are kind of feeling out like this wedge, this, this corner. Um, and you do, you, you know, you're padding it and you're like, it's, it's all, it's the same thing. It's, it's stone. It's none of this feels different. There's no indents. There's no secret hinges, anything. You, you don't feel anything. Pull your hands back. And you look at your. And you see the familiar telltale trace. Little speck of like a coppery filament. Okay. Um If you'd like, I can tell you what Nathaniel sees. Sure. Nathaniel uh, leans down and kind of peers through the keyhole, trying to take a look and see what you're doing. He sees you sort of, you know, feeling out the wall, checking for any kind of like a secret lever or anything that's there. And he sees you pull your hands away and kind of look at your hands. And then he sees something drop from the ceiling and quietly extend itself down and come down right behind you. Oh. It's on the ceiling. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> so this Bice is... Bicep. Mm -hmm. It was Come nice knowing you. So, because we lack the player, this is a difficult thing. Because for Nathaniel, the choice he's having to make here is to say something and possibly further alert your presence or say nothing and wait and see what happens. So, I'm going to make this something that you as a group, uh, breaking the rules of what you would be able to perceive or the knowledge you would have. We're going to go above board. I'm going to let you as a group decide what you think Nathaniel would do in this situation. Well, I personally think Nathaniel uh, would be ready to break silence if he saw this owl was in danger. Yeah, I, I agree that I, th I think Nathaniel would would probably say something. Mm -hmm. All right. Anyone opposed? Mm -mm. Okay. Uh, Nathaniel is going to call out. 
you know, set behind you. Uh, and set, you are able to turn around and see without falling victim to a surprise attack. Uh, yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, what also happens, because Nathaniel called out to you, uh, Silva, you hear coming from this door a the sound the pattering sound of atypical footsteps and the door uh -oh. is suddenly thrown off of its hinges oh. uh, as in the same moment set turns around and beholds a tall spindly warforged draped in large billowing fabrics wielding a quarter staff at the same time a similar warforged bursts from out of this room and into the hallway oh good you know guys i think all of us being you know fervent gamers in you know our lives i think most of us have played a halo call of duty game um this was a stealth mission we all know how those go <laughs> <laughs> at some point that's why they give you the other options i'd like to uh i would like to uh be clear on something, if I may. Yes. Uh, set. You are still invisible. Mm hmm. I'm not. Silva. <laughs> <laughs> Silva, you. You were clear in how you intended, where you did not want to be fully on the third floor. You wanted to be kind of peeking around the corner in such a way that you were still able to kind of keep a line of sight on the. Uh, floor below you, uh, which has saved you in this moment. Because I'm going to have you make a stealth check, and instead of it being at disadvantage, it's just going to be a standard roll because of your position. Alright. Uh, we'll see what Nathaniel does. But my roll is... Uh, is an, a 21... Very good. Set. I also need you to make a stealth check. Uh, this is not for your physical appearance. This is to not make any sound or anything that would alert the Warforged to you. Gotcha. Nothing will ever blow my mind more than uh, when we were at we were at uh, Gamehole Con. And 15. I think it was a player and a DM kind of pointing out that <laughs> there is no technical point that says that by being invisible you have advantage on stealth. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah, sitting there like, oh, uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it's typically just a house rule for any vision-based stealth is because you are invisible, you yeah, you will have advantage. Funny. It's just so funny, because we, we've done it for so long. <laughs> so I'm just like, 
my god. <laughs> I think Marshall. Yeah, and to clarify that that, is a, that that was a just a, a straight roll, no advantage, no disadvantage. It was a straight part. roll. Cool. I just wanted to make sure. I, I still somehow managed to get a 15, even though I rolled a three. <laughs> Excellent. Uh I am going to roll for Nathaniel. Okay. And then I'm going to roll for the two Warford. Thank God Nathaniel does not have the disadvantage he once had. It's true. Some of the actions that you have made are paying off in ways that you may not have been able to predict. So... Set, you stay as still as you possibly can. Hold your breath. And you wait. The Warforge that has dropped down behind you peers around the room with lavender eyes. They almost sparkle as it glares around. It looks over to this side of the room here, and it waves its quarterstaff in that direction. After a beat, with terrifying speed, it scuttles over, clambering over the bed over to this far side. And it peers through the window, looking outward on the ground. And then leaning over and looking straight down. Exactly where you all had been before. Insight check for me, if you would, please. Uh, that is a 95 on the natural one chart. <laughs> Yes! Oh god, 95. Oh boy, it was it was destined to happen at some point during this, this operation. We talked about it. It's the Call of Duty Halo stealth mission effect. It has to end at some point. At some point, you just say fuck it and sh start blasting. Y'all y'all have had a good run so far. Honestly, That's like I, goes. <laughs> I was I was prepared for y'all to get found out a lot earlier. But you've you've had a pretty good run, and your dice rolls have been helping with that a lot as well. Let's see what they do this time. Uh, if this decides to load up, we will. Uh, let's see. I rolled. Okay, so while that loads up, uh, Silva. Yes. The Warforged that is next to you uh, is going to peer down the stairs. How are you hiding yourself in this? Um, I mean, 
as far as the line of sight I have towards downstairs, like, is there a, uh, does there appear to be, like, a warforged within the, the eyesight I would have looking down? It's the, the vision that you see is kind of represented by that strip. So you are not able to see any warforged or persons within that, that line of sight. It's very limited. Yeah. Um, Just kind of peek down here. Just duck into the... Try to duck into the step. I'm a small being. <laughs> These are okay. potentially a little bit bigger steps. Maybe I could kind of squeeze in. All right. And you do so. Uh, the Warforge seems to be looking for something else as it sort of approaches the top of the stairs here, and it looks onward uh, before the, the head kind of extends out and, like, down. You hear, like, the reticulating of the neck as it extends out, and it kind of looks downward, and then it snaps back like a slinky and looks over uh at the room that it had come, came from initially. Uh, and it steps away. Too fine. <laughs> and it glances. Uh, you're not able to see it from where you are, but for, for the audience, it glances uh, down to the end of the hallway. And it sees that at the far end of the hallway, there is a door that is still closed. Uh, there is nothing to the left of it, and to the right of it, there is a suit of armor standing there. Uh, just waiting. Uh, meanwhile. Meanwhile, in the Legion of Doom. Meanwhile. Um, oh, yeah. Meanwhile, on the natural Yeah, one, yeah, right. yeah, this is a good one. This is a good one. I like this one a lot. Oh, God. Uh, Beer? I'm going to need you to... Dylan pulls out more chicken wings. Is like, eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I need you set. <laughs> set. Set, I want you to go ahead and roll a d6 for me. Oh, God. Okay. Mm. We just see Dylan pull out the impossible chip. Uh, I rolled a six. <laughs> you rolled a six? Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Great. It was okay. it's tumbling down, tumbling right. down, tumbling down. All right. Well, okay. So. We're in danger. Uh. Ooh, wow. Wow, okay. You are frozen in place as this Warforged scampers across the room to check the window. And in this moment, you feel yourself just sort of freeze up and you get this immense headache. Horrible, throbbing headache. 
and it feels like your mind is trying to escape from the confines of its skull. Uh, and you blink, your eyes become watery, you blink, and when you open them again, you see Dak uh, laying underneath of a bed, uh, unmoving. You blink, and you see Dak again, and they are walking through a city street, uh, Silva right next to you, as you take the familiar cobblestone pass heading towards the cow's eye, you blink again, and you are in this enormous theater around a circular table, and you look at Dak, uh, seemingly having this weird reaction to this blue drink that they've just imbibed. You blink, and you are on a train, uh, watching as the wall explodes and a large warforge grapples onto this orcish figure and takes them through clean to the other side in a way. And you see Dak petrified uh, in the corner. You blink again and you see Dak in what almost appears to be like a classroom, um, peering into a box as the same orc that you saw just before on the train is silently watching them from the doorway. You blink again, and you are in a garden, an immaculately kept garden on the grounds of some large building with banners of blue and silver. Um, you see Dak by themselves reading something uh, as a small toad hops by their feet. You blink again and you see ruin. A wasteland of ash and broken remnants of what used to be walls and towers and buildings. As far as the eye can see, you blink again and you are in a room of several people, none of whom you know. And at the head of the table stands a man with, uh, sharing a lot of physical similarities to Dak, though much older, with a full beard, uh, standing next to another man with, uh, pointed ears, uh, both of them scouring over these immense parchments that fold over the table and fall down onto the floor. And indeed, as you look, the floor is littered with maps and blueprints and equations that are scattered all over the room, entirely unorganized and yet in some way sort of grouped. Um, and the other people in the room are just sort of watching them present in this moment. Uh, you blink again and you see an extremely young Dak, uh, clutching the hand of this older man, uh, as they walk through an incredible city square, 
the forefront of technology and magic exploding in brilliance around you as the world is alive and there are hundreds of people around you of all sorts of races uh, walking, greeting with each other. It is a magnificent city that you behold. You blink again and everything is ash. Everything is gone. It is ruin. It is nothing. You blink one more time and you see that laying on the ground before you motionless as a tall being covered in fur stands above him hands resting on an enormous staff a hood shrouding the face as they peer down upon him and extend a large clawed hand out. Red and black electricity sparks and emanates, creating a connection between the two. The red and black merge, and they become purple. And the figure in the hood turns to look at you. The hand snaps away and points to you instead, and you see fur, white and silvery fur, extending out into long, sharpened claws, and a thumb that rests on this side of the hand. You blink again, and it hurts to blink this much, and with this intensity, but as you do... You open your eyes, and you are back in the room. Oh, And the Warforged is gone. You are alone. Huh. Alrighty, then. That was weird. (laughs) Um... Am I still invisible? You are. You look down and you, you see that you are still invisible. Um, Just a quick look around the room. Doors still closed. Look up to the ceiling. Make sure that room's completely empty. You see nothing on the ceiling except for small pockmarks where it looked like mechanical digits had gripped points in the ceiling preview. Uh, door is still closed. Door is still closed. Okay. Um. I will try to reach out with the mental connection to Doc. <laughs> Doc. Doc, are you all right? Question for the DM. (laughs) What does he hear? Well. uh, In this moment, you are euphoric. No, in this moment, you are asleep. Uh, So, any sort of thoughts or anything that would permeate would be very basic 
dream thought. So my question back to you would be, what would you dream about at the beginning of your in its shallowest recess? The shallowest recess... If I fall asleep and it's true sleep, which is what sleep spell usually does, uh, Dak would begin to... I guess relive a part of his uh, most... Not most recent, but um, would begin to relive the same nightmare he's been having for a while, other than the strange six-eyed deer that's been popping up in his dreams recently, or the wagon. Uh, he would uh, just remember waking up uh, amidst ruin and feeling a lot of pain in his left eye. And uh, just that, and then it would be him going to a nearby puddle to look down and him seeing it for the first time. And the fear that came out of that. Anything else you'd like to do? Um, and then if it persists more to that, it will jump forward uh, to another nightmare of haze, uh, which would just be uh, being chased by figures of authority, vaguely reminiscent of. Uh, of uh, showering guards uh, down the streets and always seeming to not being able to evade them. And it's this ongoing thing of, being, of trying to run away from them. Silva. Mm -hmm. You see the Warforge that was near you begins traveling down this hallway and moves out of your sight. Alright, I'm going to try to kind of quietly flutter up and, you know, look around the corner here. You see the Warforge moving strangely on its uh, tripedal legs, uh, sort of meandering its way over to the end of the hall here, uh, making a beeline for Nathaniel. Do I see Nathaniel? You can. You can make out Nathaniel at the end of the hall. This is it's not a very long hall. It's like 40, 45 feet or so. I say that and I'm like, you know what? That is kind of a But yeah. No. You can see. It just kind of remind me, like uh Didn't we like 
we had some type of like was it just specifically Dak that we had like some type of mental connection thing or like did we yes. have something that 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 did that or what, am I like because I might be mixing like might be mixing yeah, games sure. around here so. mm -hmm. uh Dak had a connection that they had established with set specifically okay yeah all right, so yeah, so I mean, this is the distance I can cross. Essentially, I can I can cross in a short amount of time is the way I'll word it, uh, so that it's not too meta. <laughs> uh, this is just distance I can I can cross within a pretty short amount of time. So I, yeah, I mean, I would say I'll kind of just wait and see if like it's if it clearly because. I do know that the last time we hid, he kind of was just like out in the open pretending to be the statue, and that worked. So, you know, kind of wait and see if that's what's if he's trying that again. <laughs> mm -hmm. Warforged comes up upon Nathaniel until it is about five feet away. Nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. Johannes. That's me. We return back to you downstairs. Okay. I love danger. There are currently two of these Warforged in the room with you. Yes. Is the spirit in the room with us now? Yeah. Are these Warforged with you right I feel, now? I are feel Warforged in this chilies tonight. <laughs> I mean, are they are moving at all? Do we have the dots projector? Yeah. <laughs> the spirit box? Turn the lights off? Is it hunting? <laughs> Mm. Playing a lot of Phasma. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are they? Uh, I can't. I'm staying hidden until these these sons of a guns uh, move. <laughs> All right. Um, if you want to roll a stealth check oh, to continue God. hiding from the sons of the Patriots here, you may do so. Seventeen with ID tag stealth checks and ID tag dice. Nice. War has changed. Uh, okay. So, Dak is gone, which works because Dak is also asleep. Mm hmm. Uh, so these War Four are going to move around a little bit. Okay. As they now are doing their own patrols. Uh, this War Forge is going to move here and notice that this door has been opened. Uh -oh. uh, and this Warforge is going to go to the market. No, this Warforge is going to come around over this way. Go. And I need to... 
Yeah, that's been enough time. Okay. Uh, deck. Yes. Uh, you feel yourself coming from your slumber as you slowly awaken. Uh, and you can tell that you are still underneath of the bed that you had hidden under. Uh, as you are fully awake and the effects of the sleep spell have worn off. I look around in a mild panic to make sure that uh, I am truly that there's no other beings in the room. Uh, there's nothing in the room that you can see and you look over and you see that the door is still opened and on the other side of the door there is a warforge standing there. You didn't mm. close the door. Uh, Dak can see that Warforge over there. And I can only see... Can I see them or can I just see their feet? What's my vantage point here? From where you're standing, you can only really see where you're standing. You're in a prone position. You can only really see the three janky feet. Just three feet? Yes. Whoa. I mean, good for it. I'm, I'm glad that uh, it's long enough to be considered a foot. But... I'm in prime position to kill your character. I know, I know, I'm aware. <laughs> this is the scene uh, from the first Lord of the Rings. I, I start yep. plunging something through the bed. Yep. I, I wouldn't be me if I didn't uh, make that joke. <laughs> you think I won't bring in Nazgul's? I'll bring in Nazgul's. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to spend a meta point. Okay. Or sorcery points in order to cast Subtle Spell. Mm-hmm. So I can cast something point. without a meta point. I'm going to spend a contra point. My point right. to, uh, to metagame for one, one turn. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> where I'm just going to uh, appear behind Dylan through his door and just start beating him up. We're going to we're gonna go off air for a little bit, come back. Dylan's going to be bruised over. He's like, uh, yeah, you guys where'd, just... The four forces decided where, to give up. I'm sorry. Where did Franny go? <laughs> Rapukin. <laughs> Double Rapuken. The camera cuts out right as I jump off for a drop kick. Um, okay, so I'm gonna spend a sorcery point to cast subtle spells so I can cast something without somatic or verbal components. Very good. Uh, very which good. I will cast uh, inspired reach to make a little mage hand appear on the other side of the door to slightly just <laughs> close it. You're so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) So here's here's how this is going to go down, because I'm going to fully allow this to happen, but I am also going to make a perception check for the Warforged, because at a reasonable point, while it may not be able to... It's not going to be able to detect you, it is going to be able to see the door closing as long as I don't botch this roll. Got it. So basically, pray that I don't botch this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's about right. Uh, okay. So, you... You cast the hand out. 
and it quietly grabs onto the door handle and slowly closes it. Johannes just like rubs his temples under the bench. <laughs> All in your eyes, you told me to close the door. <laughs> the the door slowly closing. <laughs> the Warforged, without hesitation, swings its quarterstaff and it's going to cast Firebolt at the door. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> because on a natural 20, it perceived literally all of that. That's glorious. Great. Uh, and it's going to do... Yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah. Uh, it's going to do seven points of damage to the door, just immediately destroys it. The You close the door, and there's just like a second of silence. And then from your position, you see the door just blow inward, just explode inward into the room, sending shards of wood and iron everywhere um none of it hits you because of your point underneath the bed but it smashes into the room makes a huge noise uh and fire erupts with it into the room briefly um this warforged is of course going to immediately turn around and go um which this one then responds to error, error. Like a chirp. Uh, uh, and so this one is going to rush over. Uh, and Johannes, you can see from your perspective, on the very far end of the hall, this door opens up. Oh no! And the Warforged soldier from before runs out. Weapon drawn in hand <laughs> and enters the room. <laughs> like, tack. What the fuck? Because I rolled a natural 20. <laughs> oh. Oh. Fuck. Tack looks at we the. Have, uh, we have fun here. We have fun. At the burning remains of the door and thinks, perhaps this was not the best path to tread on. <laughs> oh, Christ. Oh, boy. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Um, hey, yo, Hans. That's me. What you doing? Are they going into the room? Uh, they have... So this Warforged is still standing here menacingly. Uh, and this one is rapidly closing in the distance. It's coming to join, uh, its, its friend there. Uh, and you can see this other Warforged soldier coming out. A, it has a broadsword fully drawn. Uh, and it is slowly making its way over as well. Um, for now, I'm putting my hand on my scimitar and staying hidden. But as okay. soon as it tries to open that door, my actions will change. I mean, the door is open. What door? Well, 
Like, <laughs> try to not, not open the door, but go in the door. Sure. Yeah. Enter the doorway. Okay, so you're going to hold your action Enter until the it, yeah. it enters. Okay. Noted. What do I got? What do I got? What do I got? Uh, Dak, what are you thinking? What are you doing right now? Um, that is a great question. What type of floor is, um, Dak on right now? Uh, heavy, heavy cobblestone and rock. Um, it's, it's been smoothed out, of course, but it is, it's just like a solid rock. Unfortunate. Okay. Hey, remind me a while back, we used phase spider silk for something. I mean, we gave it to a witch. Which which part? Which part do you want to be reminded of? Because that is true. You you did have face spider silk, and it was used for something. Yes. What did it do? Okay, so, uh, it wasn't actually so. Victoria, she had requested it from you, and if you recall, I believe it was Johannes who had the silk. Um, and did something with it wherein, for the briefest of moments, he felt as if he had been teleported to another location entirely. Um, for all of you, he just, like, disappeared for five seconds and then came back right away. We also just gave it all away. Trying to... Because I still have some in my inventory. I'm wondering if I should be... If I should this, just yeah, commit this, fully. Is, this is the question. Did Dak actually give all of theirs? Because I feel like I remember them keeping some of it for themselves. That's a question for Dak, yeah. Mm. Yep. That is a good question for me. And since I'm usually good at uh, what I have in my inventory... I'm I'm looking at your inventory right now, and you still have some of it listed. Yeah, same. Uh, I've noticed that too. I'm just double checking to make sure I didn't write it down somewhere, and then like just forgot to mark it off. And um, 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 hmm. okay, so this is the plans as I'm looking through my notes of what I could do. Because uh, if Dax still has his spider so he's just gonna eat it. Eat it. And then see what happens. <laughs> you're, you're going to ingest the silk? We're really just throwing it all out to the wind today. <laughs> you're gonna... I, ne I need to be clear on this. You ingest the silk? Possibly, if I still have it. I... Like I say, I'm, I'm using the honor system here, and I recall your character wanting to hold on to some of it and you've got it in your inventory i'm willing to say you have it i just need to be a hundred percent clear right. that you do ingest in it in this moment okay okay i am going to deck has the ability to do a lot of things and one of those things is to recklessly abandon whatever inhibitions he has and that is to so he grabs a couple of the spider silk rolls that he has and just puts it in his mouth and consumes it okay so here's what's gonna happen the Yay. moment it touches your tongue it numbs 
and it feels so weird. It's like it's like cotton candy, but no, it, it's really just like a bad time right away. Yep. Um, and you feel like a shiver go through your body. This is gonna happen very fast, so we gotta we gotta establish. So here's what's gonna happen. Uh, you're gonna roll a d20 for me. Don't roll it yet. But when I when I tell you to, you're gonna roll it. Uh, there are 19 different places throughout Corvair that you could potentially be teleported to in this moment. Oh. Or you could roll the number that's in my head right now and you die instantly. Oh. So. <laughs> Holy shit. In the. <laughs> because I am fair. Oh. <laughs> and because I made up this this aspect, so obviously I want to I want to keep it balanced. Uh, so I'm gonna write down that number on a piece of paper, uh, so that there can be no no saying of shenanigans or that I intentionally killed your character or anything like that. Uh, so I'm gonna write that number down on a piece of paper. I've just done it. Uh, it is on this paper. Uh, so I'm actually gonna take this book as well. We're going to set it right here just so that it cannot be said. Oh, God, I'm nervous and burping. Have, uh, that I have made any manipulation. So you're going to go ahead and roll a d20, and we're going to find out where in the world Carmen San Diego is. You know what? With one of those options being six feet under. Yeah. Let's. Let's go. I got a 10. <sighs> oh. You got a 10? 10. 10. Okay. What's that number? Survey says. The number is 12. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> that was really close. <laughs> You feel yourself unravel. And when your body stitches itself back together, you are surrounded by lush jungle. There are enormous trees and foliage on all sides of you. Um, and the... Thing for it here. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Ooh. You are in an immense jungle with trees that tower up the sky. Sunlight comes down in between the large branches and leaves. You see vines uh, crisscrossing and circumventing, traveling all along these enormous trees. Uh, up in your left, in your perception, you see an ape of some sort uh, swings by, hops from one tree to another, going before disappearing into the foliage. Uh, you hear the sound of birds chirping, insects buzzing about. Uh, the ground beneath you is uh, 
wet and earthy and there's leaves and branches covering it. Uh, thick moss grows in a sheet that uh, sort of wavers and moves through uh, the dense jungle growth beneath you. There is no man-made path nearby, um, no signs of, like, humanoid life or, uh, you know, home or any kind of, like, hospitality. It is dense jungle everywhere you look. You are in the middle of an immense, immense rainforest. You are alone. Is there any animal near me? A looking up in the trees. I mean, there's an assortment of animals. You see ants crawling along a log. An armadillo passes not too far in front of you. Um, And up above in the trees, you hear... And you look, and there's like this enormous bird, many-colored bird, sitting up in a perch, kind of looking down at you and then glancing up and around in a bit. Uh, it takes flight, and as it does, uh, sparkles of light emanate from its wings uh, as it flaps, and the wings change color every time it flaps, and it soars off into the treetops. Dak is... Uh... You're not in Kansas anymore. That's fair. Dak is going to die for that armadillo. You're going to dive for it? Yeah, I'm going to try to grab that armadillo. There's a plan in Dak's head. Great. Uh, You need to make me a... This is going to be a deck save. That's ten. Ten. Uh, You leap to football tackle this armadillo, uh, and it notices you before you can do so, and it snaps up into a ball and rolls away, uh, rolling up the tree and then sort of launching off the side... Um, as it continues to roll off into the forest, uh, and you quickly lose sight of it in the dense underbrush around you. Dak says, mutters a reiterant swear under his breath, uh, stands up. Um, set. Now, mind you, I'm more than four miles away from set. That as <laughs> between, I'm greater than four miles away from set. <laughs> make a if you want to make a history check, you could do so. Does that mean the spell is broken? Uh and that you would then have to reestablish a connection when you get back or yes okay would set notice that is that something that like would I always like, say that uh, mental connection would would set notice that that was broken you would feel it it'd be akin to like if you're in a room where there's like a TV going on somebody's washing dishes uh, another person's in another room, like moving things around. 
it's like being in that space and then the sink turns off and the rest of the noises continue so it's okay. this thing of like you would it's it's noticeable of like this thing that was over here this connection that's not there anymore and everything else is still going great okay uh did you make that history check it did it was five five um god this could be four miles this could be 400 miles you have absolutely no idea where you are you could be in the Feywild right now like right Dak looks around um takes off the cowboy hat puts it back on but doesn't disguise himself mm-hmm. uh so he looks like himself with yeah, the cowboy up until hat. this point you were still disguised as a warforged yes <laughs> yes I was I'm glad we established that um the deck is gonna look up to the sky uh take in the beautiful sights there's a moment of peace for Dak as he realizes that he is in a serene place and that there's no imminent danger for him here but then he realizes that's not the path that he's supposed to be on so Dak looks up to the world and yells in Riedren hello If there's a, a being out there that would like to help, this would be a good time to make yourself known. Your voice echoes across the jungle. And the only response you seem to get back is just more of these animal sounds, the sounds of fauna sort of emanating from various points all around you. Uh, Johannes, make an attack roll for me, if you please. An attack roll? With my scimitar? Uh, uh, With your scimitar, yep, go ahead and do that. Okay. Uh... Ooh, uh, that's plus my dex, right? Um, or, yeah, sorry. Should just be... Proficiency. Oh, okay, uh, that's a six, I think, then. Yeah, because it'd be whatever you rolled plus your, your, uh, your hit there. Okay. So, I think a six. Six to hit? Yeah, I rolled a d20 and then added my proficiency bonus. Oof, well, low roll. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I rolled a four roll. and plus two. Gotcha. Uh, you're gonna roll a second attack here. Okay. That's a fifteen. Okay. Uh, roll damage for that attack. Okay. Uh. One d six plus four. Six damage. Uh, and I want you to make a third attack, please, if you'd be so kind. 14. Okay, roll damage for that as well. 10. 
Ooh, nice max damage. Ooh, okay. Shit. Uh, deck. Yep. Uh, how long would it take you to chew a piece of gum before you felt compelled to swallow it? Dak or me? Oh, you said that. Dak. Uh, um. I think Dak will give it a good minute. Where he would enjoy the flavor, and then after that, he'd be like, okay, time to get little parts of it and to ingest it fully. Okay. Uh, after this minute passes, you feel that sensation again that's very slow, but it's like you're sort of becoming unraveling like the seams that keep you together are falling apart and you do you fall away and the rainforest around you falls away too and when you are reconstructed uh you are once again were you you were still under the bed when you ingested the silk yeah so you are once again back under the bed And you hear the tail end of what appears to be sounds of struggle. The clashing of metal, something slams. Uh, there's a squelch, some sort of like a sickening squelch sound. Um, all of this coming from outside of the room. And you hear a thud as something fall. Do I see anything through the burning door? Uh, you're not able to see anything through the the doorway there. Not from your... Uh, Back is going to leave the safety of the bed. Put the cowboy back on to look like a warforge mm-hmm. and to not go next to the door but to kind of go further into the room and hide behind another bed but to try to get a better vantage point from there if you I'll, I'll tell you right now if you're stepping further back into the room your vi- your vantage point's not going to get any better because of how this room is situated ah. so if i go right here kind of hide behind that uh, you, you, you can. You're just not going to be able to see anything. Okay. So, seeing that, uh, Dak will approach the door a bit closer. Then, and kind of stay to the side and peek through. Looking out, you see an interesting sight. Just, uh, about five feet away from you, on the ground, is the smashed up. Uh corpse of the Warforge that had blasted the door open before. Uh, mangled, just sort of 
on the ground twitching um, and thrown against the far wall uh, with a scimitar plunged into it. You see the other Warforged looking at you and sort of reaching out and gurgling. <laughs> it's Quarterstaff uh, laying on the ground beside it as Johannes is in the process of stabbing up through its rib cage, uh, holding it against the wall and twisting. Johannes. That's me. Uh, you have done damage to this Warforge, but not quite enough to kill it fully. So you are currently sort of have it pinned to the wall, holding it in place. You can make uh, another attack here. Okay. Eight? Eight. Eight. Rolling fours. Okay. <laughs> uh, you pull the scimitar free. Um, are you going for a swing or a stab? Uh, if I stabbed it up against the wall, I'll pull it out and then try to, like, slice okay. across. Uh, you swing across... And you manage to serrate it from the base of the shoulder to the the chin and just, like, cut through the neck. And the head flips and, like, falls down, connected by, like, tethers of cord, falls down to the ground. And the body suddenly just becomes limp and begins to fall forward onto you. Um, I need you to make a strength saving throw uh, to try to push the body to the side before it just falls on you completely. The six? <laughs> okay. Uh, you, the body, you try to kind of push it away, but the body like collapses down upon you. Uh, you're not able to move out of the side in time, and as you fall prone to the floor with the body, the unmoving body of this Warforge now keeping you pinned down to the ground. Um, Dak is going to remove the hat and rush over to Johannes to help get this body off him. Quick movements here. There we go. Uh, yeah, make a strength check for me to pull it off. Sixteen. Sixteen, oh. very good. Uh, yeah, you heave, and you're able to uh, pull the 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 metal and, and wood and just sort of haul it over to the side. Um, and you free uh, Johannes from being trapped underneath it. Johannes, what's happened? Oh, I, like, bring myself up. <laughs> I think we've been found out. Are you, are you hurt? I'm okay. And I, like, sort of shake the blood off my sword. Come on, we should go. The two of you see from out of your peripheral vision as... The Warforged soldier, soldier, blade in hand, 
is rushing forward, come at you from the side. Are we in initiative, or is this more of a free-for-all at the moment? On the third level. Oh. <laughs> As the Warforged... Uh, yep. Okay. As the Warforged closes in on Nathaniel, it begins to examine him. Eyeing him up and down. Reaching out a spindly hand towards him. And Silva pull up their Okay, so Silva rushes forward, uh, drawing her rapier. Uh, so she rushes forward, withdraws the rapier, and with a single strike, she is going to attempt to stab into the back of this warforged and kill it silently. Uh, and with a natural 20, she's going to crash. Ooh, hell yeah. Let's go. <clears throat> so, be them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be 20 points of damage altogether. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she. It's just as the Warforged is reaching in to touch Nathaniel, and Nathaniel's just like... Uh, Silva comes in from behind and just... <laughs> stabs right in through the back at an arc, and the Warforged goes... <laughs> and Silva... <laughs> withdraws the rapier, 
and the Warforged begins to fall over, and as it does, she kind of catches it and gently guides its fall, almost in like a caress, and just like slowly brings it to the ground. Set. What are you doing? Um, would I have heard anything? No. Okay. Um, this is one of those weird circumstances where if she had done a worse job, you would have heard it. But because yeah. she did so good, you heard nothing. I mean, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be going and checking the door now, anyways, just because <clears throat> Warforged was gone. I want to make sure that I can open the door and allow other people to come in here and help me investigate this seemingly yes. another hidden uh, door. So, so you go you go to the door and you try it again, and the magic that had been cast on the door keeping it shut is dispelled, uh, and the door <clears throat> opens like it's supposed. Great. Um, and then I'll obviously I'll see Silva and Nathaniel with the <laughs> deceased Warforged now uh, between them and be like oh fuck uh, Silva okay. goes we should probably we should probably hide this somewhere probably a good idea uh, yeah let's bring it in here and I'll help bring it into this room uh, it's a hitman style you'll kind of drag the the corpse of the Warforged into the room. Agents is um, closed. Where, uh, where do you want to hide it? Uh, how big is the Warforged compared to, like, the bed, the chests? It's, like, it's, so it's interesting because it is, it's not as, like, wide set as the um like the soldiers you've seen you know it's its body isn't constructed in such a way that it has like heavy armor plating or anything like that um so it's a lot thinner but it's also taller than the other warforged and it has the three legs and kind of the tripod setup um it is also as weird as it is to say it is a construct and a dead construct at that so you could probably do some folding here and there and not be too worried about, you know, our logic of, well, this leg should be able to bend this way and this arm yeah. should bend like, like it's, uh, it's yeah, I, th I think, I think, uh, base wise, uh, probably shoving it under the bed is probably going to be our, our best move. Okay. All right, yep, so you go ahead and do so. Take it under the bed. Uh, and then what would you like to do next? Uh, I'll, like, having recognized that the connection with Dak broke, um, I will, uh, to, uh, to Silva and Nathaniel be like, in the, this, that weird corner over there, uh, there's another hidden door. If you guys can take a look at it, I'm going to go, uh, see if uh, Dak and Johannes need some help. Uh, the, my connection with Dak broke, so I'm going to go check on them. Alright. Yeah, we'll, we'll look around, absolutely. Uh, and so the two of them are going to kind of begin sort of searching through this room. You said you're going to whip around and head back downstairs? Yeah, and I mean, I'll be directing them towards 
that wedge and like showing them. Well, I'll tell them I found some more of that copper stuff that we found on the first hidden door in that corner. Sure. So try yeah, make them, make them stripping that. Yep. that wall down uh, and we'll see how that goes. Yeah, but then otherwise, yeah, just like kind of a little less stealthily now that I know that we've kind of been found out and we've already had to kill a Warforged, uh, but still invisible, uh, like dashing a bit and moving around and like down through the to the stairs. Uh, all right. So as you head downstairs, we're going to go back down to the second floor. Um, you you're right there. Uh, and at this point, uh, I'll say, okay, so you, you have been detected, but there is not any sign as of yet of like a full blown alarm mm-hmm. being raised or anything of that sort. So we're going to go into a traditional initiative here, um, and the music is going to change, but this doesn't necessarily mean, like, mission failed, everything. Yeah. You know, blown. It's not a completely abandon all stealth and just rush through. It's a, let's get this quieted down and then move on. Alright, so I'm going to have, uh, so Dak, Johannes, and Set, you're going to roll initiative for me. Okay. That is a 12. Uh, that is um, a 94 on the natural one chart. Ah, uh, shit. I got a four. Okay. Um, Johannes, what would your roll end up being with that one? Uh, a seven. Seven. And we all rolled real low we used all of our luck last time we had like three natural 20s last last session and then we talked shit now we're getting hit yeah all right uh and you said that was a 94 yeah on the on the chart right below sets yeah i was gonna say that's that's kind of funny actually That's okay. Uh, Johannes. Yeah. Uh, that's gonna be five points of damage you're taking right now. Okay. Uh, your AC is ten, not fourteen. Oh. Okay. Uh, you get. Two attacks on your first round of combat. And then after that, it goes back to just being a single. Oh, okay. I overrode my AC. Just remind me to change it back whenever. <laughs> mm-hmm. huh, okay. Alright. So first up is going to be the Warforged Soldier. Uh, did you transition the Roll 20. Uh, we should be on... Unless I didn't. I did not. Let's get that flipped over. I thought I had. 
There we go. Okay. The Warforged Soldier is going to run on up. And it's going to take a stab at Johannes. And that's going to be a 10 to hit. Uh, I mean, my AC is 10 and now, that, so. Yep, that hits. Okay. Uh, all right. So that is going to be. Uh, that's going to be eight points of damage. Oh. <laughs> okay. Looking dicey. Uh, speaking of Dicey, he has a second attack. Uh, that one is a eight, so I believe that fits. Okay, yeah, that'll fail. Yeah. So, the first attack gets in, slashes at you with the, with the broadsword, um, and you take a sizable chunk of damage on that. Uh, he's got no, no bonus, so that'll just be that. All right, set. It is now your turn. Okay, so I am. Uh, my location on there is accurate to where I would have been at the start of this round, correct? Yeah, yeah, you're basically at the kind of the midway point of the stairs there. So that's thirty feet. That's my full movement, but. Oh, yeah, okay, so I can use my bonus action to dash to make that last five feet. Um, and then I will uh, go ahead and draw my rapier and attack, breaking my invisibility. Okay. Um, but that I get advantage on that attack, right? Yes, go ahead and roll. Well, good thing I have advantage, because one of them was a natural one. Amazing. Uh, but that is a dirty 20. Okay, that'll hit. Go ahead and roll for damage. Okay. That's cocked. Uh, that is a 7, and then plus sneak attack. Uh, so eight points of damage total. Oh wait, sorry, two d six for my sneak attack. Nine points of damage total. Nice, man. That is beautiful. Oh, very nearly. I rolled a two on my d eight and ones on both of my d sixes. That is like almost nice. the lowest damage output that I could get. He All did right. It. I believed in you, and you did it. And you did it. Uh, any other bonus actions or anything? No, I used my bonus action to actually get within range. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Johannes, you are next on the initiative, and you are not feeling too good right now. I'm not. Um. So I get two attacks, or is that like two turns, or just two like regular actions? Yeah. So attacks? you get uh you get two attack actions essentially. Okay. 
Um, I am going to... Uh, I'm gonna, like, stagger back from, like, getting hit. And, uh... Reach into my, my bag, because I'm feeling pretty bad. I'm gonna use this potion of healing. Alright. Um, so 2d4 plus 2. That'll be 9 HP. Alright, go ahead and heal yourself for 9. Okay, back to 21 HP. Alright, I'm gonna take the bottle and just like throw it off to the side. And I'm gonna take like, I'm gonna grab my scimitar and my dagger out, one in each hand. And like go up to attack the Warforged from the other side. Um, nice. So I will uh, swing once for my scimitar. Alright, go ahead. 23. Yeah, that will absolutely hit. Alright. Uh, roll your damage. Uh, only 5. Only 5? Okay. Respectable. Sneak and vibing with this music. And then in the same the same swing, I'm going to make an attack with my dagger. Just like sort of do like sure. a little like pirouette spin thing. The biggest sneak attack is what Kevin said. Oh, how do I? Can I do that? You have an ally within five feet of him. Yep, that's true. Five feet. Oh, so I can add 2d6. You're right. Yep. We have okay. two rogues going at him. <laughs> so the two first... rogues flanking an enemy. You're flanking, <laughs> yeah. so you would have had yeah. advantage, sandwich, which baby. also would give you rogue sandwich, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Um, okay, so the last one would be 5 plus then 2d6, which is 8. So add 8 more damage out of that. All and right. then my dagger to hit was 20. And yep, and that'll absolutely hit. Okay, what are you so doing to me, step rogue? So then, uh... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that'll be 7, and then an extra 2d6. Holy... Alright, go ahead. So another 10 damage. Alright. Uh, Johannes, how how do you finish the fight? <laughs> Jesus Christ! That, that one actually helped me so much because I got two sneak attacks. Um, I'm gonna uh like get up after throwing the bottle on the ground and do like a spin spin attack with the scimitar and then like stab the dagger into its neck on the way around. Excellent. Uh, you stab in, and this immense Warforged soldier just sort of lumbers in place and falls. And then just, like, tilts over to the side and just collapses to the ground in this enormous crash. Um, so, in the span of, like, for, for Dak, at least, in the span of, like, a minute, you have seen Johannes destroy one Warforged pin another one against the wall, slash its head off, and then immediately double attack with a dagger and a scimitar to just take down this Warforged soldier in one go. Dak has got to nod his head. I always know And that's going to take us out of initiative, because you, you did it. <laughs> so we're just going to leave initiative. Wow. I uh, look over to Johannes. Are you okay? I'm gonna like spit on the ground and be like, "Let's go find the others." Right. And I lean forward and I start checking this Warforge for stuff. Mm -hmm. 
Because there's one thing that I'm hoping this Ward Forge has that the other Ward Forge might not. A key. A, a key, yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which, are you checking the soldier? Yes. All right, while they're doing that, I start dragging the other corpses into the room that Dak came from. <laughs> very smart. Very good idea. What do you, how do you react to the burning door? <laughs> yeah. I yeah, literally so, so um... set. Yeah. You <laughs> as you come down now and, and to basically just watch Johannes just like break all amounts of unruly ass on this thing. <sighs> um you begin dragging these these warforged uh, to where there was a door and now it is just like the hinges are broken off and just like splinters of wood. There's scorch marks from fire that has like lapsed over the, the frame of the door. Um, it like it, all the signs of it having just been completely blown apart. Yeah, I think I think Set is just gonna kind of see that as they're moving one of the wizard uh, warforged in there, and just like, what the fuck did you do, Tech? And then just keep just almost to themselves, not even to Dak, and then just keep dragging it in like we don't have time sure. to waste absolutely uh and at that point we are going to cut back up to the third floor where nathaniel and silva currently are so i messaged you but to kind of recap for for everyone else what just kind of occurred upstairs is that there was a warforge that was literally seconds from putting its hands on nathaniel and silva swooped in from behind with the rapier stabbed it through the back, killed it in one go because she crit, got a natural 20, uh, and immediately killed it and then was able to silently bring it down to the ground without creating any additional noise. Because uh, she bad like that. Um, I don't even have to be here. And then... <laughs> <laughs> and then... Uh, so, Silva, Nathaniel uh, has joined you, and you've kind of gone into the room that Set was in previously, and you're investigating. Set had made you aware that there was this kind of wedge space in the corner here where they had been touching the walls, and it had came away with a little bit of, like, the, the brass or, like, the copper filaments from before. Um, so while Set had ran downstairs to check on Johannes and Dak, you and Nathaniel are investigating this room, so I'm going to have you roll an investigation check for me, please. So this room? Yes. Yeah, specifically directed, like, set specifically directed you towards the wedge right. uh, corner. X okay. on you. you so it'll be uh, dirty 20s. One second. I just need to look at something. Nice. Okay. Absolutely. So Silva uh, investigates this space. And she is able to see on the wall itself those same filaments uh, from before without having to touch them. Um, she takes a look. Describe that after the session. Uh, sure. Uh, she takes a look and. It's in the book. Uh, there's no reading rainbow, but what she does see <laughs> is that this wall right here. Uh, the the edges of this wall, there's like the a very small indentation to the rock. Um 
almost like there's something there that's filling that space, but it just can't be seen by normal eyes. And it extends, it goes from the base of the, the wall all the way up to the ceiling and creates like this large Does there appear to be anything I can do with that? <laughs> it's it's very reminiscent of the secret door that you used to get into the castle. In a secret door. Acid splash. <laughs> okay. Uh, you cast acid splash, and just as before, you see as the acid kind of trickles down and brings into view this large uh, shining brass door that wasn't there a moment ago um, with like specks of green that sort of swirl in through it uh, as it appears there is more than one of these secret doors kind of Make head my way towards Nathaniel, and then inevitably trying to probably gonna inevitably go to get the attention of the rest of the group. Nathaniel, there appears to be another secret door here. Really, like a second one. Yes, we should probably gather the other, gather the others quickly. Uh, who knows what disruption this may have caused? Right. Yeah, thanks for saving me back there, by the way. I thought that thing was going to have my hide for sure. Well, I feel like I just... I feel like I just got the lucky spot. <laughs> Alright. So then, are you heading back downstairs as well? Yeah, I mean, well, because I don't have the telepathic bond, so yes, I'll have to yeah, kind of... Go gather the rest by going to uh, kind of meet them. Yeah, so Nathaniel will join you. You'll all kind of reconvene on the second floor there. Uh, and a broop. Yeah. Through the power of magic. Uh, so you <laughs> come down the stairs and you see a sight. You see uh, Set, Johannes, and Dex standing there with multiple warforged laying destroyed on the ground as uh, Set is in the process of dragging them into the adjacent room. Alright, well, I see things went a little bit more eventful down here. Uh, did Dak find anything in the, uh, on the uh, Warrior Warforge? You did. So go away. You pluck from the Warforged and hold in your hands a thin, multifaceted, almost like a prismic shape uh, with a set of five indents along the side of it. At the end of it, there is a uh, like a cord, like a leather cord tied to it. 
Eric is going to look at it. He's going to look up at Johannes. Um, is this a key? Um. <laughs> Do we know? You can make a history check if you'd like to. Yeah, sure. That 20. Whoa. I love how it's just a straight roll, too, for you. Yeah. Johannes? You are... You examine the item. The indents. The prismic shape to it. It's it's long. It's about, like, seven inches. Um, with... Uh four sides and Same. there's this this leather clasp sort of attached to the end of it um silvery in in appearance almost looks like a steel like a polished steel um this is no ordinary key this is an architect's key mm. this is a key and in the moment you can't you're not quite grasping where you got this info from, but you feel it. You're like, I, I know this from something that happened in my past. When a building of immense uh, arcane consistency, I suppose I would say, uh, so, something like like a wizard's tower or or a castle or anything that has like immense arcane power to it is built. Uh, the person who built it possesses something called an architect's key. And this key is to aid them in the construction of the building in that it works similar to a skeleton key that can unlock any door. Specifically, any door that they have built themselves. Hmm. Oh, Dak, I think we, this is much more than a, than a key. I think we found our golden ticket. And we'll see where that golden ticket takes them next time on this Dragon Mark Symphony. This not be a key, a key, but the key to the victory. Key. <laughs> <laughs> Got it, next Mike. time we meet up, we'll see where our heroes go next as they continue to venture further up into the castle. Uh, oh. Until then, thank you all for watching. Thank you all for playing. And, uh... Nah, I got nothing else for you. We'll save that for later. Well, I do. I like to imagine Dak is starry-eyed as Set reaches down and grabs the body. He's just dragging it. Yeah. Slowly. Set at the same time, just like very slowly. Just... <laughs> <laughs> little, little help. <laughs> 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 I'm like, oh. <laughs>